What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. New York is my home. I got a girl up in the Bronx. And let me tell you something about this great home of New York City that I've made for the last 28 years, thanks to my mom and dad. And, and just thanks to the kindness and the generosity of many, many people. Mayors, owner of the Yankees, George Steinbrenner. Uh, and and so uh, cousin Brucey of uh, radio legend and all of that and New York is my home but I tell you what really kicks it off for me and and, and shows me it ever here uh, and that I'm not alone is that no matter how many conversations I might have in a day by the way Keeping a row with Alexander Garrett. No matter how many conversations I might have in a day, whether it be producing radio, whether it be texting with a friend, whether it be catching up with my girlfriend while I'm at work, uh, whether it be uh, following the Twitter feed, the Instagram feed, this day, the last five years has always hit one thing home. And that is, A, New York is my home, as Paul Simon and Dion sing. But B, that I'm not alone. There's something about the comments from Brandon Stanton when Brandon was generous enough on Humans of New York five years ago today. How has time flown? Another anniversary to be proud of and to celebrate because life is very fragile. And here we are five years later. This podcast has evolved in the last five years. I thank Brandon for that because he was able to join me as well. But Brandon Sand, founder of Humans of New York, which has really brought the city together, I always say that time and time again, stopped me on the steps of 42nd Street's Times Square subway, the R, the one, two, and two, uh, two line, three line. And... Five years later, I look at that picture. I look at the comments. And I think, wow, I really do have a large swath of friends and a network of friends and connections and colleagues that 
I really shouldn't feel alone in this big city. I really should not. So, it's kind of interesting. July 26th rolls around these days, and every year I'm reminded that I'm not alone. And then I thought of Dr. Viscardi, because, Dr. Henry Viscardi, because Dr. V created this little... It was a small business at the time who made sure that veterans disabled by World War II were not alone. That those fighting the battles against Nazi Germany, those fighting for America, would not be alone after they were disabled on the battlefield. We say they're the greatest generation, and I'm sure they are, and they were. But they also did have their swath of problems as well. And Dr. Viscardi in Long Island catered to New York's needs at that very time. How did he do it? Well, himself disabled, he was actually born without limbs, believe it or not. Had two prosthetic limbs. He created the... He created resources for... uh, the disabled community in Albertson, Long Island, which then became the Henry, which translated into the Henry Viscardi School, which myself and all my friends got the blessing to be at for 12, 13 years in Long Island. And I think of him today because, yes, we are celebrating the Americans with Disabilities Act. And yes, while Gerald Nadler wants to go ahead and do some inquiries on the sealed documents of the Mueller report, while the Democrats don't want to let it go, I haven't really seen one Democrat today give thanks to the disabled community or honor them one bit. Yes, the mayor did last night, and he had a great, great event once again, the Sapplin Awards. Named after the former commissioner of the mayor's office of people with disabilities, MOPD. But other than that, today I've just seen Nadler and all them up front and in camera, uh, on camera, talking about the Mueller report. So while their priorities aren't straight, while the Republicans' priorities aren't straight, I have to say that the city's priorities are straight. They know they have to continue to work hard to make the city accessible. I think an accessible New York City is the most crucial, crucial need. We want our people safe. But if you can have it accessible, even for able-bodied people, I think that's so crucial to keep us number one, to keep us an empire in New York City. You have to have accessibility. Which is why, thanks to Dr. Dan Miller, Dan Miller, a host on WVOX Radio and a friend of mine, very good friend of mine, which is why I'm very happy that I got to talk with Victor Calise, who is the commissioner of the Office of People with Disabilities for the mayor, about how he celebrates and how he reacts to the ADA. He is paralyzed and in a wheelchair. He wheels around New York City 
very fast. Um, but he he is paralyzed, and he is running the Office of Disabilities for New York City. And this is what he had to say last night at Gracie Mansion with Dr. Dan and I. Once again, I'm with Victor Calise, the Commissioner for the Office of Disabilities in New York City. We've known each other a long time, Victor, but what's this night mean to you every year? That people with disabilities can come together and celebrate who they are, what they do for society, and push the ADA agenda forward. And tomorrow is the anniversary. What's that like for you every year the anniversary comes around? That's always monumental. It just goes to show you that the ADA is here. It's it's never going to go away. And people with disabilities are part of society, and we have to make sure that nobody's left behind. And and your role as commissioner, what exactly do you do for the city? We work to make New York City the most accessible city in the world in transportation, education, employment, housing, and everything the city has to offer. Well, Victor, thanks so much, and God bless you and everybody else here at the city hall. All right. Thank you. So that was. Um that was Victor Calise, and uh, you, you can find out more information from the MOPD, the NYC.gov, I believe is the website there, for the Mayor's Office of People with Disabilities. And the vision continues to grow with the MTA, with the city. And that's important. And it's important this gets highlighted because sometimes the city gets a bad rap. We don't have a a present mayor, which is sometimes true. But they are making strides. NYC.gov.mopd.gov slash MOPD. They are making strides for people with disabilities. I believe they can reduce the curb cuts. That's true. But at least they're working on things day in and day out. Uh, you want you want an example? You want an example? I will give you an example. They have housing resources. And they have the 2019 edition of Accessible NYC, a plan to improve quality of life for New Yorkers with disabilities in the areas of transportation, employment, financial empowerment, housing, health, access to city services, and education. It's all right here. Check out Accessible NYC. And if you want to make the city a better place, if you really want to be inclusive to the disabled community, if you want to include us, I'd suggest reading some of these plans, getting acclimated to it. I would suggest if you're in the city and you see disabled people, don't run away. Talk to us. We're actually very easy to talk to. We don't have a disease. We are working hard every day on our own lives. And we want to share that journey with you. And for those who are already friendships, family, are on this journey with me, I'm very thankful for that. Each and every day. Each and every day. Because 
in the real world, out of college, things can get messy. Things can get rough. You can be told that you aren't dateable because you have one leg. I've been told that in the last couple of years. Um, you can be not respected on the bike lanes even by these raucous bikers rolling through Manhattan. But I'm not giving up. And I love that the New York City Office of Disabilities isn't giving up either. I like that the mayor has a plan in place to truly include us in this fight to survive life. In this glory of life, that is. And they want to support our fight to survive. So I give props to the mayor, who actually in the 2019 NYC said, over the past five and a half years, my administration has worked to make New York the fairest big city in America. The 2019 edition of our annual report, Accessible NYC, outlines our vision for a more accessible future along with an overview of initiatives in the areas of housing, transportation, employment, education, government, health, technology, and financial empowerment. Disability rights are the core of this agenda and the mayor's office for the people with disabilities has led the way by ensuring that accessibility is at the forefront of all city policies and programs. He says, I'm proud of the progress we made and this administration will continue to advocate on behalf of all New Yorkers, including the nearly one million who self-identify as people with disabilities to ensure that everyone is able to prosper in the greatest city in the world. Now, I hope those are true self-identifying disabled people. Let me put that out there. But if you want to read through, if you want to see how to help the community, if you want to see how the city's helping, how leadership's helping, I truly, I truly urge you to read the four, 124 pages of the Accessible NYC. You know, everybody talks about the 400 pages of the Mueller report that dominated the week, right? ADA, barely a mention. Americans with disabilities, barely a mention. And this also brings me to another point. I find that in society, if you are disabled and conservative, you won't get the acknowledgement. You know, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, actually was paralyzed 35 years ago after he fell. I think in a diving in a pool incident. 35 years in a wheelchair. But you know what? He didn't let that stop him. He became the governor of Texas. Yet... That 35 anniversary may not be reported on by the mainstream media because right now, in the heat of the border crisis, he's on the wrong side, according to the Democrats. So I'd like to say, Democrat or Republican, if you are disabled, if you're making moves, whatever your political belief is, I don't care. I care that you are making a difference in your community. I care that you aren't letting anything stop you. I care that you are working to be as much as any able-bodied person is working to be. We may have to work sometimes five, ten times harder on certain things than the average person. But we're being. We're living with you, amongst you. And for those who choose that life, to live amongst people, that's great. And we can encourage others who don't want to live amongst other, uh, the mainstream people to come out of their shadow, to come out and be 
someone in this world. It's your God-given right, to be honest with you. If you were on this earth, it's your God-given right. And even there, some in the table community may not believe in God. They feel like God cursed them. Well, no, I think God has made us who we are today for a very, very good reason. Sometimes we see it, sometimes we don't. Somehow, five years ago, I started to think that that was a reason. When Humans of New York spotted me uh, on the subway steps of Manhattan. Somehow, five years ago, I thought that was meant to be. Yeah, it might sound egotistical, but when I do see homeless people and I rollerblade past them, I kind of hope that that message of keeping it going, keeping moving forward, never letting anything stop you, does resonate with them again and gives them a second chance, maybe even a third chance at life. So let's throw away the Mueller report once and for all. Let's throw away the superficial headlines of AOC and Nancy Pelosi. Let's throw away the superficial headlines of Trevor Bauer and Mike Francesa going at it now because of fun after this is post. By the way, how crazy is that? Trevor Bauer, the Indian pitcher, and Mike Francesa, of course, the legendary talk radio host at WFAN, going at it on Twitter, on, on the air now because Mike's called him a fool and he doesn't want him here on the Yankees. I'd like Marcus Stroman personally for the Yanks. But let's toss all that aside. Let's literally, literally throw it all aside. Because there's other things to do than worry about what's happening on the news channel. There's bigger things to focus on and support. Rather than where the mayor's at, maybe we can focus on what the mayor's doing in the community. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good. I wish he would denounce once and for all the dousers on these NYPD cops. I wish he would denounce the gangs instead of saying crime is down, admit there are problems. But let's also look at the good stuff he's doing. And it seems like this accessibility plan, every year there's a plan in place. And that should be noted and commended. And then finally, on a day like this, let, let I, I feel I have to say this because I think five years ago I could have run with this and become this somewhat celebrity or whatever and ran and wrote a... I'm going to write a book, by the way. But I could have been... Utilizing that picture, utilizing the disability, utilizing that overcoming story as a real, real way to make a living. But I didn't want to. No, I don't believe that, and people write books, and that's totally great. But I also believe in the fact that there should be some holding back of the entitlement. Oh, I did this, so I deserve this. No, you don't deserve it. The disabled community, we don't, we, we shouldn't have that mentality of we deserve everything that we see. No. We should have this earning 
mentality. We're going to work to what we have. We're going to earn what we have. We're not going to sue our way to what we have unless this law, unless the ADA is truly, truly, truly being uh, violated. We shouldn't sue. By the way, Dr. Viscardi was a very big part of the ADA with George Bush coming into play in 1990, 29 years ago. But we shouldn't be feeling entitled. No, if we want to be in the world, if we want to be amongst the people, amongst the masses, we want to be included, let's just be. Let's not fight for that subway seat because I'm disabled. No, I'm not going to do that, and neither should you. Let's not fight for... Or, or 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 say I could be a, a I could I can really go around doing speaking tours because of this. No, just live your life and be in the world. Not trying yet yeah, standing out is kind of obvious because it's a different thing, but let's not aim to stand out all the time. But just be and desert and earn it, not feel like we deserve it because of our circumstances. I'm Alexander Garrett. Give me a reel on this, the 29th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And one other uh, man I, I saw yesterday, the president of the MTA, Andy Byford, to close it out. Here's what he had to say last night at Gracie Mansion. Again, thanks to Dr. Dan Miller for grabbing this audio and and for me to uh, to play with you today on the 29th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. First of all, crazy few days, but I said on my podcast today, I give you a lot of credit for shaping up the MTA, but there's always work to do, is there not? I think the biggest thing we've done, and I credit Alex Elagudin with this, is what we've done is raise the profile of accessibility. So uh, we deliberately made it one of the four pillars of Fast Forward. Everyone expected me to talk about the subway, the buses, maybe the people, but we made uh, accessibility the third of four pillars, and we're not messing about. So that's about sorting out the existing system, accessible ride, making elevators work more effectively, keeping them clean, sorting out signage, sensitivity training, but also pushing on to an accessible system. We're here at Gracie Mansion. What's it mean for the MTA to have a presence at an event like this? essential because um, if we didn't turn up to something like this, we're basically saying that you know a, a huge uh, element of New York's population doesn't matter to us. So there's no way I wasn't going to turn up tonight. You know, at the end of the day, it's about a million people with disabilities in New York, and uh, you know my job is um, about providing transit for everyone. So that's subway customers. Uh, it's about bus customers, but it's absolutely about customers with mobility impairment. So I will not rest until we have a modernized transit system that's fully accessible. And your elevator project is going off the well, do you, you know what the good news was? Just yesterday at the uh, MTA board, uh, we had a breakthrough, I think, in that uh, the board agreed to bring forward our plan to uh, uh, get started on making 50 more stations accessible within the existing capital program. That is a massive...
massive step forward. And that was delivered on the back of uh, Fast Forward, but also the uh, compelling evidence of the accessibility advocates. The, the advocates yesterday rose to the challenge. They were fantastic. And one last question, for all New Yorkers disabled and able-bodied. What's your message tonight to all New Yorkers right now? It's keep the faith. Keep the like faith. That. Keep the faith. You know, it's uh, in a way, running transit's like snakes and ladders. We're getting better, getting better problem, getting better problem. As long as you're on an upward trajectory, you're going to get the odd problem, the odd snafu. But as long as we stick together, we uh, we have political backing, we have the backing of New Yorkers, there's no reason why within 10 years, it sounds like a long time, it's less than 4,000 days, we can move from state of emergency to state of the art transit. Keep the faith, New Yorkers, we're going to turn it around. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. I'm Alexander Garrett. Thanks, Andy Humans of New York. And thank you, Tandy Byford and Victor Calise and everyone out there for listening to this. God bless you. And keep the faith. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.